Lovely Wild Hearts, how are you? I did a thing yesterday, which feels rather radical, but you know when energy's stuck and it needs to shift, and you feel like you need to do something radical, and actually it wasn't in the doing that was the important bit, it was actually in the listening to myself that was more important. Oh good lord, got trains, planes, automobiles, hedge trimmers, dogs barking. I have tried to record this a gazillion times and I'm like, Lisa, you're outside, it's noisy people are living their lives so sensitive to noise at the moment it just makes me quite moody actually makes me moody I just think I might start getting up earlier in the morning so I can just be with the world when it's really quiet and peaceful you know that that time in the morning where everyone's asleep anyway what was the radical thing I did took the social media crap off my phone facebook instagram tiktok all deleted in three little clicks now don't worry if you're in my facebook community in my journaling your jammies community that's where us wild hearts gather together every month and that's where i do post and talk to people because those people in there they actually want to talk to me and the energy in there feels very nice so i will keep facebook on my iPad and I will go in there and still talk to you guys because I because I really love I really love hanging out with you oh my god there's another plane Jesus Christ on a bike fuck off it's getting on my tits right anyway where was I social media see social media is noisy okay that's what the universe wants me to say it's noisy for me I'm really sensitive to noise and as I just said that someone slammed their front door and yes I've slammed the front door on it there you go universe is trying to help me with my ramble this morning um, it, it it's not been working for some time it depletes me of my energy it fragments my energy I whinge about it a lot if you whinge about something a lot if you come to me and complain about something a lot in your life I'll say where do you need to set boundaries but I have known for years that I've not wanted to be on social media and I'm using it to try and to create this community that I want to create but as I say people don't people on social media are not coming into my community in fact when I pulled cards on it yesterday I've been doing some journaling it journaling on it what came through was that um it's voyeuristic like people are just nosy they just want to know sorry i'm swearing a lot because i'm quite annoyed you know people just want to look at me like they're observing me through a window i'm not a blooming show puppet and i'm not something that, to be consumed i'm not i'm not either of those things and it felt really really good to let go of all that yesterday a little bit of fear came up because my inner critic said there's 2,000 people that follow you online that they might need help and then my other voice kicked in and said well they're grown-ups and they know about me and they don't like and share and comment and therefore I'm not reaching any new people so they're people that have just been hanging around so the energy is really really stale and it needs a shake-up so let it go 
And why is that so relevant? Because on Friday at my session with my therapist, I came into my therapist session and she was having a bit of a meltdown. I said, oh, I'm so glad I've got you now because, oh, it's all going wrong. And um, something that she'd been organising in her personal life um, had to be cancelled because of the, we had high winds and rain here at the weekend. So she, But it was a lot of things that she'd organised and she had to unorganise it. And then she was, I said to her, go and get it all out. So she told me what was going on. And then afterwards she said, how much do I owe you for that? <laughs> I said nothing. Oh, I said just get it all out. And then, but in the session, she said, "Oh, I feel the need to sing the Frozen song." Um, she said, "Do you know the alternative to let it go?" And I was like, "No, what's that?" And she was like, "Fuck it all, fuck it all." And I was like, "Okay." But then I thought about being frozen, and that is what stale energy is. I would imagine a lot of those people are in a deep freeze response. And they're mirroring back to me the part of me that's in a deep freeze response and the part of me that doesn't listen to me, the part of me that negates me and dismisses me. And when I have these wants and desires and needs, I just mentally push them away or shush them, obviously, because that's how I was treated growing up. So I do the same thing to myself. And our inner child holds the frozen bits of us or the frozen parts of us are normally our inner children they're the parts of us that we do that to you know that are lost forgotten shamed they carry a lot of our hurt and pain and sometimes we're cut off from them like an example I can think of that's coming into my head of a client that I've been working with recently let's say you lost a parent when you're really little the love that you and the attachment that you feel for that parent is um cut off because it's shrouded in grief and all those feelings are all frozen if you, if you are raised in a family where you're not allowed to talk about that person or healthily grieve for them um and actually with this client the work we've been doing and this is the deep work that i do with people this person has been able to feel her mum again around her. We've been doing some, some woo stuff, some spiritual stuff, but we've also just been doing some good old fashioned coaching and talking and listening and validating. And, and I think, I think the, un, the defrosting of the frozen parts of us does take time. And the reason it takes time is because we are working with the inner children and what the inner children need in order to be able to defrost is safety, is safety in connection. And what trauma does is it disconnects us from ourselves. So we think it's not safe for us to be fully with ourselves. That's why we split off those parts and therefore it impacts our connection with other people. Now, yesterday, and I'm aware that this ramble is going on a bit, but I'm gonna keep going because I'm out for a walk and I'm on a bit of a roll. Yesterday, and another plane's going over. Ignore it, Lisa. Just ignore it. Um, I had a healing session with my good friend um, that does kinesiology and spiritual healing. And I came into the session wanting to work on my disconnect between my a frozen part of myself. So, you know, we're all born worthy. We're all lovable, worthy when we're born. But when you're abused, 
as a child or you experience significant or even complex repeated trauma over a period of time, you obviously don't know that you're worthy because you're being abused. So I have two parts of me inside, probably more than two, but let's just simplify it, that are arguing. One of them thinks they're worthy and deserves to be seen and deserves to be successful and deserves to be loved and deserves joy and excitement and all the good things in life. And the other one doesn't. So they're having a row and what that creates is just like a stuckness, a stuck and stale energy. And the part of me that thinks I'm worthy and lovable is frozen in time. So I had this healing session with my friend, which was amazing and it always is. And there were quite a lot of programs running. So negative belief systems um, that were holding me back and they were, and they were all shrouded in fear. So obviously as a child who grew up in a physically, emotionally and psychologically abusive house, I'm, I'm, I'm on the front line every day as a little girl. I'm full of terror because I don't know where the next attack's coming from. You know, the slightest thing could have set it off. And so that's me living in survival mode. And so my inner child is running programs or running you know, like I must put everyone else first, I mustn't do this, I must be perfect. It's all these coping strategies that I had to put in place in order to survive. Um, but my adult self knows different, so cognitively I know different. But what came up in the healing session was that actually I, I know different in my mind, but I can't feel what that would be like in my body, obviously because it's, trauma, it's split off, it's cut off, it's frozen. And so we had to remove a lot of fear um, and I was trying to think what the, what the beliefs were that came up um, around, um, I can't remember what they were now, maybe they'll come back to me as I'm rambling. Anyway, I had the healing session done and um, I went to an online networking thing last night, which was really good. I might talk about that in another ramble. It was really good, actually. And then I went to bed. And as I was drifting off to sleep, um, I saw a snow globe in my mind's eye. And it was really, really clear. But the snow wasn't just inside it. It was falling all outside of it. And what I felt like that meant was, is that, you know, I've been on the outside looking in, or that frozen part of me has, thinking that I'm not worthy or deserving of any of the things the world has to offer. You know, I'm looking at it through a piece of glass and I can't quite reach it, it's out of my reach. And, and all the snow falling outside as well as inside the globe, I felt it meant like maybe the glass has got thinner or we've smashed the glass and it's safe for me to be in the world in some way. And then it just reminded me of my, my therapy session with the whole frozen thing and letting stuff go. And that's what we have to do when we are changing. We have to let go of old versions of ourselves. So I can thank my inner child and say, thank you for doing all those things to keep me safe. And I'm so sorry you had to go through that and you survived all of that. You actually survived someone who was virtually impossible to please, to keep happy. 
someone who was completely emotionally volatile and unpredictable and who terrified you in many, many ways and controlled you and manipulated you. Thank you for doing that for me. You're amazing. And then recognising the blooming resilience and strength that that inner child had to make it to this point. And I'm still 50 and I'm still doing all right and I'm still chugging along. So having some appreciation for my inner child and then letting her go. So I don't know what is in that ramble for you today. I'm thinking that there may be stuff that you need to let go of. There may be parts of you that are frozen, that need, that don't need defrosting. Well, what they actually need is a safe connection and unconditional love, validation, reassurance, safety, kindness. And they need it in bite-sized pieces. So, you know, I'm having this healing session with a friend who's been my friend for years, and I'm having therapy with someone that I've also known for years. I don't know if that would be as effective with some random healer that I googled on the internet. You need to build up that connection so that the inner child feels safe. So I do do that in my workshops and programs and you can create that safety inside of yourself by doing the You Got The Love 30 day journaling challenge. There, there are other ways that you can, you can create it but I suppose it depends how much trauma you're holding and probably a lot of it won't be yours, it'll be like in your family lineage. Um, but yeah, just, um, and also knowing that what I let go of last night with the snow, with the snow, whatever the snow cleared away for me, that's just another layer and I keep revisiting the same thing. So I know I bang on about social media all the time and coming back to that full circle, cause that's where I started. I probably will talk about it again because there's something in that, that I'm needing to learn that's reflecting back to a part of me. But I, I journaled on it this morning and I want you to, to ask yourself today, where are you not listening to yourself? Where do you feel like there's something you need to do and you keep putting it off or you keep saying, well, no one else is doing it and they're not doing it like that. And if it, making it wrong just because it's different, if it feels right in your body, if it feels like it's something you want to do, do it. Just do it, but listen to yourself. And in order to listen to ourselves, we do have to get really quiet, which is why I like to sit and journal or why I like to come out and walk and talk and ramble. Um, but the irony of that with all the bloody planes and hedge trimmers and dogs and door slamming and stuff that's going on today. Anyway, that's, that's double the length. Who cares? There's no rules around rambling. I make my own bloody rules around here. See you next time. Bye.